This is the place to go for anime, manga, comics, video games, all pop culture information. This is the place that you need to be. This program is brought to you by Blackham Studios Entertainment Division. Remember, it's Blackham. Hey everybody, this is Aaron Powell. I'm the host of Stupid Movie Tuesday and Aaron Explains the Universe. And you're listening to The Elijah Bailey Show. Thanks for downloading The Elijah Bailey Show from iTunes or BlackStudios.com. And here's a word from some of the folks that make it possible for you to hear this show for free every Thursday. Providing bankruptcy services throughout the state of Oklahoma, Bowler & Associates is a bankruptcy law firm based in Midwest City, Oklahoma. Their mission is to relieve you from threat of debt collectors, garnishments, repossessions, tax levies, foreclosures, and much more. Backed by more than 20 years of experience in the legal field, they excel in finding the quickest, most effective, and most affordable solution to all your legal and financial troubles. You can find them at Bowler Law on Facebook and also visit the website at www.bowlerlawfirm.com. Reach them at 405-733-3000. Email them at bankruptcy at bowlerandassociates.com. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Elijah Bailey Show. This is episode 252, or should I say, and three, two, one. I was almost right on time with that. We are uh, we are here for episode 251, um, and it's Anime Week. If you are new <clears throat> to the podcast, each and every week of the month, we do a different theme uh, first week of the month is comics, second week of the month, anime, third week of the month, video games, fourth week is the Bailey Bugle, and the fifth week is the HodgePodge. Now let me, ugh, dude, let me change this. This light is killing me. And uh, I just changed the desk setup here. Holy shit. There we go. That feels, that feels better. A little bit more natural. Um... But yeah, so this is the second week of the month, and so we're going to talk about some anime today. <clears throat> this is the Black Otaku Council, or the Blotaku, and uh, we got to dive right into it. We normally hit the February releases, and we just do anime, but um, it doesn't seem like there's a lot, so I'm going to dive into films, television, and original net animations. So, <clears throat> for February, February 11th, we have Princess Principal, uh, Crown Handler Part 1, uh, from Studio Akis and directed by Masaki Tachibana. And then also, February 11th, we have Sailor Moon Eternal Part 2. Uh, Studio Toy Animations and Studio Dean and directed by Chikai Khan. And then February 26th, for, and this is our last film that is released in February, Tokyo Seven Sisters, Bokura Wa Aozara Ninora from Studio Land Q Studios and directed by Takuya, Takayuki Kitagawa. Uh, now, for TV animations, we have February 25th, Kyo in Kyoto from the uh, Maiko House, Studio JC Staff, and directed by Yaohi uh, Suzuki. And then February 28th, we have Tropical Rogue, Pretty Cure Studio Toy Animations, and directed by Yutaka uh, Suchida. 
Now, these are the last two that are coming out in February. These are original net animations. February 14th is Vlad Love by Studio Drive, directed by Mamoru Oshii, uh, Chief, and Junji Nishimura. February 25th, we have High Rise Invasion from Studio S0G, directed by Mashiro Takayata. So those are the two uh, ONAs that are coming out in February, and that is your February releases, which is going to drive us straight into one thing that we, we thought about last year. We, we addressed the issue that <clears throat> we shouldn't just have one month to celebrate black history. So we created uh, Tayose, which means diversity, and we're, we're talking about acceptance in every art form. So each week that we change from comics, uh, video games, anime, we celebrate a character, a black character in that medium. And today is anime, so we're going right over here. And I should, why, why do I have my Streamlabs over there? Hang on. Let's do this. There we go. <clears throat> And which one is it? There we go, right there. The man from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Stone Ocean, Enrico Pucci. He's the main antagonist of the sixth part of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure series, Stone Ocean, and is the fifth main antagonist of the series. Um, a loyal follower and friend of Dio, Pucci aspires to implement a plan long formulated by Dio to achieve heaven. Working as a, um, a chaplain at a at the Green Dolphin Street Prison, he secretly frames Jolene Cujo and uses her as bait to lure Jotaro Cujo and his memories of Dio's diary. Pucci is a stand user and manipulates the mind and soul through his stand, White Snake. So White Snake is a long range stand, um, just with a lot of massive power and several different abilities. If you haven't watched this series yet, watch it. Would I say you need to watch every JoJo's Bazaar in order? Yes and no. They are all kind of standalone stories. If you think about, <clears throat> what did we talk about recently? The Tales of Lupin. Different reaccountings of Arsene Lupin throughout his life. That's the same thing as JoJo's Bazaar Adventure. We start with the granddaddy. Uh, we kind of skip to the grandson because the son didn't have abilities the son had kind of skipped the generation then we go from him to his grandson and we kind of go that way but then we also veer off on the villain dio and this character right here enrico is on the side of uh villainy of opportunity of of i don't know of uh oh my vader calm down he's on the side of himself what he wants so enrico pucci is our character of the month um make sure to look him up make sure to watch the anime it's everywhere right now I, I'm, I'm sure it's on crunchyroll vrv I'm sure it's on funimation and it's just everywhere amazon prime netflix uh, at least the first two seasons and the way that they do them like the way that i watch jojo's bizarre adventure is like oh, the way that a lot of you guys did i there's a part one of season one and part two and then three and four, and what they do is they combine part one and two to make season one, and then three and four to make season two, and that's what you see on Netflix. The rest of those seasons you'll have to catch on Crunchyroll or VRV. Um, <clears throat> so what's next? Dude, I'm trying to to breeze through today's show, uh, and it seems like it's time for a pause for the cause because Vader's found one of his 
favorite toys from BarkBox. Uh, we no longer use BarkBox, but if we did, they would be a sponsor of the show. And since they aren't, uh, we're going to go to that puzzle pack for just a minute, and we're going to come back with segment two, Animation Minute Man. We'll be right back with episode 251 of The Elijah Bailey Show. If you're a ninja, being seen can be a problem, especially if you're seen wearing subpar footwear. Make sure to visit Shinobi Sandals to make sure if you're seen, you're seen in style. Hey you, are you tired of having to hear about a hero rushing in to save the day, getting all the glory and the fame from all the fans? Well, if this sounds like you, then come on down and join the League of Villains and help us tear down that horrible world of peace and create a world of wonderful chaos. Remember, being a villain's not about one for all. It's about all for one. <laughs> Hey, what's up? Thank you for joining, Emily. Thank you for joining. Yes, as you can hear, that is the Dragon Ball Super remix, and we don't want to get hit with copyright, so let's get right back into the show. Um, So I hit the February releases you had, and let me make sure the count is correct. We had three films dropping in February, two anime, and then two ONAs, and then we talked about Enrico Pucci, who is the, how you say, anime character of the episode. I would say month, but we drop weekly episodes, so remember, you can always watch the show live here on twitch.tv forward slash Elijah underscore 5000, or at Facebook at Edge Gaming at, at uh, do that sign, uh, Edge B gaming and then it'll take you right there and you can see a stream from there or you can go to the Elijah Bailey Show Facebook page as well as we stream live. So let's go into segment two. This this was a pleasure. Now I have not talked about like we haven't talked about Bleach in in a cool long minute. Richard and we're gonna call him Richard at this point because at times like this I feel like the character that he has to just put up on the pedestal and for good reason eisen when he talks about eisen he just transforms back into richard and we haven't really talked about bleach in a long time we kind of put some of our the anime that we talk about a lot on the back burner um but let's dive into bleach was one of those anime i think at the time that I was watching Bleach, I was watching One Piece. And Bleach and One Piece are the two anime, the, the main characters, the side characters, everybody's got fucking fly-ass shit on. They always change gear. The anime openings always change. They have as many openings as uh, Power Rangers has seasons. And it's got a good storyline. Now, Bleach did get filler-heavy for me. I'm not going to lie. That one kind of dr- drug me down a little bit. But I went through it, all the OVAs, you know, all that shit. And it is back on that pedestal. Now, another anime you guys have heard me praise, anime of the year for me, Jujutsu Kaisen, has been one that I have talked about a lot. 
and I really like the storytelling. I really like the, the the episode, the drive, the narrative. And so why not, you know, have those two put together? Now, we got this from, I say we, as we're getting this news from Anime News Network. Um, Bleach, a Jujutsu Kaisen creator, draws each other's characters in upcoming fan book. The Jujutsu Kaisen official Twitter account announced on Monday that the upcoming Jujutsu Kaisen fan book, uh, which will be released on March 4th, will feature a 10-page discussion between Jujutsu Kaisen, uh, Gege... Akutame and Bleach creator Taite Kubo. Uh, the two manga artists will also draw their favorite characters from each other's series. And this is what they put out. Uh, Akutame will discuss his admiration for his predecessor Kubo, uh, while Kubo will discuss the similarities between their two works. Kubo launched Bleach in 2001 and ended it uh, in August 2016. Akutame launched Jujutsu Kaisen in uh, March 2018. Both titles were serialized by the Weekly Shonen Jump in their magazine. But the cool thing is, and I would like Kubo to talk about this, how he put out a manga that failed, went and talked to Akira Toriyama, and then came up with Bleach. Because I think Zombie Powder is one of those manga that everybody sleeps on, or they do, you know, you either sleep on it when somebody tells you, or you don't know anything about it. But if you read that, it was a good story. And I, I've given it to you a couple of times as uh, manga of the month. I don't know if you guys have read it, but again, vizmedia.com, uh, you go there, one ninety nine a month, you get access to 10,000 chapters of comics. And today, today we had One Piece, um, Black Clover drop today. Jujutsu Kaisen had a new episode, or I think they're on a week hiatus, but we had a lot of good ones drop today. So, you got to go. It gives you updates. It tells you when the next chapter is going to drop. So it has like little countdowns there, information. You get full series backlogs. But let me get up off their nuts. Let's go to the next article. Oh, yes. The comics publisher, <clears throat> INKR, issues statement on translation rates. So claims translation rates. Uh, and let me go ahead and pull up. I, I went ahead and went through the trouble of grabbing this nice little bit of art teardrop um translation rates have uh, been adjusted to industry average after initial feedback regarding the one cent per character rate so comics distribution platform and app inkr issued a statement on sunday addressing criticisms on the company's trans uh, translation rate uh, they admitted to paying one cent per character for japan uh the English translation work and claims that the rates have since been adjusted to on par with the industry average. The company has also responded to accusations that it uses machine translations to undercut translator pay uh, and produce low quality work. We create uh, INKR localized uh, a specialized software meant to make the process of localizing comics much faster and easier by uh, automating most of the mundane activities so that the translator and typesetters can focus on what they do best. That sounds like a bullshit answer to me, but that is not honorable. So I feel like they're honorable. So we're going to swipe over that. According to 
uh, a demo video showing a software at work. The software automatically transcribes the letters or characters on the page and provides a suggested translation. INKR launched in April after a pirated manga aggregator app MangaRock shut down its services. When it launched, INKR announced partnerships with Tokyo Pop, Fan Fan, Comic Loft, and uh, Tan Comics to publish manga, webtoons, and uh, Manhow Manhow Digital. Um, Kodanshi Comics announced a partnership with INKR in December. And last month, manga translation and localizations company uh, Midibang drew criticism for offering a 120 yen, approximately a dollar and 16 cents unit uh, price per page as an initial starting price. According to Active Translators, U.S. is five dollars uh, per page. Uh, is closer to the industry standard among the U.S. manga publishers. So, as you can see, there's a huge discrepancy from one cent to five dollars, and I feel like this is the best way to to to, to have accusations about pay. That's going to stir conversation and talk how the company reacts to it. That'll give other people that are inside the company, i.e. employees, a chance to feel a little bit more liberated to talk about it to those that want to listen. Because if they are getting paid one cent per character, I mean, you look at manga versus American comics and even American manga and the. I feel like the dialogue is minimized so much and it depends on the manga as well. Cause a lot of action manga, you don't want a lot of dialogue. Now, a lot of them have changed the, the spectrum or the realm of Shonen and added more dialogue and captured the action in like mystery suspense and then other things like that. But typically you're not going to get a, like a standard manga that comes out with a lot of dialogue like that. Um, but again, you're talking about series that go on for chapters and chapters. Jujutsu Kaisen is like 138 chapters. Uh, one piece is at a thousand and three. So, you know, it kind of depends on the series that you're running with. Uh, but I do feel they need to get their ass back up to the industry standard, uh, so people can make money. Cause it's hard enough for manga and, uh, just anybody trying to help promote manga or anime, make it make it a living like voice actors you know they double down trying to do as many gigs as possible and trying to hold on to their characters because it's it's hard uh next bit of news we have anaplex yes now there's two pieces of news um but let's start with this one anaplex game developer <clears throat> F4 Samurai announces capital tie-up. So this also comes from Anime News Network. Aniplex announced on Monday that it has entered into a capital tie-up with the game developer F4 Samurai. The tie-up will strengthen both companies' relationships with each other while respecting each other's independence and allowing Aniplex to extend its reach in gaming. Both companies have already worked together on the uh, Magia record, Pula, Maggie, Madoka, Magica side story, and Disney Twisted Wonderland smartphone games, which F4 Samurai developed. The game company has also developed the uh, Hordensis Saga and uh, games for Sega Network. Anaplex's existing subsidiaries include the anime studios A1 Pictures and Cloverworks, the game company uh, 
Quartier and the North American distributor Aniplex of America. It also established the joint company Peppermint Anime in Germany, and it's established 3D CG animation company Boundary in March 2020. Sony owns Aniplex through its Sony Music Entertainment Japan arm. So I feel like it's we're seeing a lot of partnerships, a lot of tie-ups, and then we're seeing a lot of just like buyouts. And I feel like... I mean, it can only be good for us because we're getting more of what we love. So that's it. Manga company Comic Smart establishes digital anime studio. I wish I could have pulled up the logo, but for whatever reason, it won't allow me to uh, put the logo up for the studio. But it's real. It's really, really beautiful. And it looks like a whale. Um, the man, uh, manga company Comic Smart Inc. announced on Wednesday that it has established the digital animation uh, animation studio, Qzilla. Um, the Japanese uh, ku, kujira, the Japanese word for whale. Producer and project, uh, production IG veteran Shun Fukidome is the company's producer and representative directive. While Masayasho Tomio and Takofumi Okada are board members. Uh, the company seeks to alleviate uh, labor problems with animators uh, while maintaining a high quality of work with the fast-paced production. Comic Smart owns the uh, Ganma manga series and a web series which serialized the Million Doll manga and uh, several other manga, as well as Armor Shop for Ladies and Gentlemen. So if you have watched or listened to a little bit of anime, my other anime-based podcast, we talked about this show specifically and how etchy it is and how funny it is, how it goes from 8-bit game to animation. Um, check it out. But this is it, – it's always good. I think – Probably about, what, four months ago, five months ago, we heard about the anime, uh, the anime community and anime artists, companies, just like different people from different companies, not as a whole, but just getting together and trying to put together schools for people to learn how to uh, do animation, how to do inking, how to go into this field out of school. And so when we see like studios put together like this to help alleviate problems in the field for animators, that's just another step in like forward with anime. And right now, Crunchyroll, I think, hit another milestone. I think there was another streaming service that did as well that signed up so many subscribers and most of them were there for anime, uh, which I think they're going to be pulling some of the films like My Hero, Demon Slayer, Dragon Ball Super, uh, Broly, and putting them on those platforms as well. And this will be our last bit of news. And did I get, like, you guys saw the, the, I don't think I have, no, I don't have a picture of it. Or do I? Yeah, well, it's a game cover. We're getting a Demon Slayer uh, console game and gets released on PS5, Xbox One, Steam, and in addition to PS4. So if you're like me and you're just waiting, which I'm waiting for the systems, I'm just going to wait and then get the games later. But Demon Slayer, and this comes from Anime News Network, um, 
Killing uh, Competitive Action Game. This year's 10th uh, issue of the Weekly Shonen Jump magazine revealed on Monday that the uh, Kometsu no Yaba Demon Slayer video game will get a release in PlayStation 5, Xbox One, and Steam in addition to the previously announced PS4. The Demon Killing Competitive Action Game is still slated to debut this year. The game will feature... There we go. What the fuck was that? The game will feature a story mode that will allow fans to uh, relive the story of the first television series and continue down the path of our main characters. Uh, a battle mode will let players play as different characters. Uh, Aniplex is delaying the release of the separate uh, Kometsu no Yaba Kepu Kengeki Royale Demon Slayer Blood Stench battle uh blade royale smartphone game indefinitely in order to improve the quality of the game the game was previously slated to debut in 2020 uh the free-to-play smartphone uh, asymmetric survival action game will pit teams of demon slayers and demons against each other while players doing battle in the settings from the story will uh using various skills and characters so just like in the show if you haven't seen demon slayers this is a perfect time to watch it now while we're all you know, supposed to be quarantining or like staying out of the fucking public. But here's here's the game cover. Uh, there's another game cover. And if you look at the logo, which I'll switch to for today's episode, that is act that is actual from the, the Dorme is not. But the slice is from the game. So you're seeing like, you know, Tanjiro's water style and how it's going to be fluid. It's going to look just like any other um, you know, any other of the anime games that we get, I want to say that it'll feel like, I don't want it to feel like One Punch Man. I don't want it to, I want it, I don't want it to feel like My Hero, because My Hero's okay. I don't want it to feel like Kill a Kill, because Kill a Kill's okay, but they're not those top tier ones. I want this one to feel like Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, but just Demon Slayer style, having to go live through the training in the mountains to, you know, fighting your first demon and then fighting two demons and fighting the arrows. I want to do all of that shit. Um, let's see what is next. Let's go right into anime and manga of the month. Cause this was a light week for news. So first bit of news is our anime of the month. Now we've talked about this one. I, Somebody had a question. They saw the picture. Let me go ahead and put this up. It's a picture of. Oh, no, this is okay. I don't have the I showed them a picture that I used in the in the doc. And in the picture that I'm seeing, he is like cranking this deal. And it's it's really just like shaking a uh, wrecking ball. And his the girl that's in the picture with him sitting across him, she's trolling her hair because he is the master of killing time. The anime of the month is Tonari no Sekikun, the master of killing time. Class is in session at a certain high school. While the teacher is, isn't is looking, a boy named Sekikun is playing games by himself on his desk. While the girl who sits next to him, Yoki-san, observes or interferes or participates. Each time, Sekikun's games reach unimaginable levels. And this time, the game is every single episode, nice short episodes to just playing at the desk she gets she's like how are you growing a tree out of your desk how are you playing with a rainbow like he's got like a little water 
vase and just pouring it on his desk and the rainbow comes out of nowhere. And it's just one of those stupid anime where you could see somebody walking down the street, you know, pick up a rock, throw it and it blows up kind of like a, a, uh, um, or a Gintama. Uh, this comes from Shin E, uh, animation. Uh, the, the initial release was January 6, 2014, uh, through May 26, 2014, licensed by Sentai Filmwork, 21 episodes on VRV and Crunchyroll. Again, uh, what is the amount now? I think Crunchyroll's subscription went up because it used to be six ninety nine, seven ninety nine. Um, let me see. Okay, so seven ninety nine a month is the regular you get the 14 day free trial on any of these you can do 9.99 a month that is the premium subscription so no ads um unlimited access to crunchyroll library blah 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 and then if you're the ultimate fan it's 14.99 a month i don't know what that fan is i'm just doing the 7.99 i can get to watch all these shows without commercials so It'd be good for you guys to do that as well. Now, manga of the month is one that I said made me tear up. This is one that I read all nine chapters in one day. It is Dr. Stone Reboot by Akuya. So if you ever wanted um, a, like if you wanted to wrap in, what's a good Pixar father, son or father, daughter, movie what's something that is if you want to tell like that this is that dr stone hit a 23 22 23 episode first season and it told the story of what happened you know very first episode everybody gets encapsulated in in, in stone mysteriously for 3,700 years, and he wakes up, Senku, he was the smartest boy in his time, now he's the smartest man now, and he's trying to figure out how to wake and revive everybody up. You also get the story of what happened, because his dad was an astronaut and went out to space. When he went to space, he ends up kind of seeing what happens to the world, and like, my son, we have to get back down there, but it's always been my dream to go to space, and, you know, I came, I come up with ideas, I'm not... I'm a man of action. I come up with ideas, but I know I need others to help. And so this is what that story is. And that little robot that's next to him on the screen, that also ties into Dr. Stone. So everything that's coming in season two is going to tie up into the ending of what happened here in this nine chapter manga. So again, Dr. Stone reboot by Akuya. Read that shit. It is amazing. It's very quick, but it will help you kind of theorize what's going to happen at the end of Dr. Stone. So it was, it's really good. Very, very well done. I can't get enough of it. Um, this It's a spinoff manga that focuses on Bayukuya Ishigami, who's the dad's name. I don't even really have to read anything else. It, it, it speaks for itself. So that is it, folks. A nice, tight episode today. Anime and manga, you have Dr. Stone reboot by Yakuya. And then anime of the month is... Tonari no Sekikun, the master of killing time, which I'm trying to do all the time. But today is a day for hot links, hot dogs, hot chocolate, 
video games and uh, some relaxation because I got a vacation coming up. So thank you guys for joining me for episode 251. Next week, episode 252, we have video games. And I will tell you about everything that I've been playing. Uh, if you haven't been watching the stream, make sure to follow on all the socials, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, at Elijah Bailey Show. Cut off the W on the end. That's just S-H-O at the end. Or... Uh, if you're listening to the show, we're on Pandora now, Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam is our home site. Um, where else? Alexa, listen there. Uh, and then the YouTube channel, Edge Gaming. Go there, subscribe, help our community build back up. We had like 60, 70 on the last YouTube page before they scrapped that shit. So we're starting from scratch. Thank you, um, Wayne Dallas, for uh, subscribing to the YouTube channel. Thank you, everybody, um, for liking the streams, for following. We're at 219 followers. We got two subscriptions for this month, even though we haven't been streaming as much. We have so many people commenting on YouTube and, and watching the video. So I'm glad you guys like the artwork. I'm glad you like the show, like the streams. Um, make sure to go to blackandstudios.com, anywhere on social media, Black and Studios. Give a shout out to Buck and all the new podcasts there. Um, what else? Uh, you know where to email, you know where to find us, you know where to follow patreon.com forward slash Elijah Bailey show. Thank you guys. This has been episode 251. I'm Elijah 5000 and I'll catch your ass in the next podcast. What's up, everybody? Elijah 5000 here. Me and the Buckety appreciate it so much that you download this show each and every week. Again, we drop every Thursday. If you're new to the Elijah Bailey Show, go to Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or Spotify, or wherever you listen to this auditorial pleasure that you get weekly, and just subscribe, rate, and review. Thank you, and I'll catch your ass in the next podcast.